Welcome to Holly's Hot Wife Life, a fabulously fun place to chat about all things lifestyle. This podcast is intended for mature audiences. If you are not mature enough to be in this audience, please pass this link along to a friend, coworker, or neighbor who is. That ought to be interesting. And on that note, this podcast is intended solely for entertainment. Although I can appear to be the consummate professional, I am by no means a doctor, and heaven help you if you take my musings as such. Now that those pleasantries are out of the way, let's play. Well, hello there, friends. It's been a little while, and I was wandering along looking at all kinds of beautiful things on social media, and I noticed this kind of mutual friend in the world, and I was like, hey, I want to ask you all these kind of questions, and maybe you'd be interested in doing a podcast. And she was kind enough to say yes. So today, we have Nurse Jenna. Can you say hi, Nurse Jenna? Hello. And she has a whole variety of adventures that I probably only know the tip of. So I thought I would ask her a little bit about her history and how she got here and just kind of chat like I normally do. So thanks for having me. Thank you. I'm like a little kid. I'm like, yay, new friends. <laughs> I love talking to new people. I know. This is awesome. I think I always like to start. And to be fair, I really don't know your lifestyle experience or what your thing is in the lifestyle. So like I do hot wife mm-hmm. is my primary thing. So I don't know. How did you get started in the adventure that you're on and where your adventure is now? Oh, gosh. Um, okay. So probably to start, I met my current husband about two years ago. And I had never been in any kind of anything other than a vanilla relationship prior to that. Extremely vanilla was my last husband. Fucking enabler husband. (laughs) (laughs) So um, we met and I wouldn't say he was really in the lifestyle either, but he was always curious about it. I think he had tried some form of it in his previous relationship and it didn't work out. And we're both pretty sexual beings, and we have a pretty intense sexual chemistry. So it's not uncomfortable for us. It was never uncomfortable for us to discuss, you know, other scenarios. And he had never had a threesome before and really wanted to have one. And I've had a lot of sexual experiences, even having been in a lot of vanilla relationships in the past. So I was like, yeah, we'll kind of see where it takes us. And um he had told me about kick he knew about kick but i didn't and he got me on there and we kind of just started searching around for like lifestyle groups in the area and we stumbled across one and kind of just started chatting with people and kind of went from there i would say we're soft swappers for the most part mostly just play together with other couples We are also poly, so I have other relationships. Um, He doesn't really do it mainly because he said he doesn't have time to have another relationship. He's like, you're enough for me. I don't, like, I can't even text you all day long. I'm not texting anyone else. (laughs) Like, I'm a handful. So, uh, but he likes to um, enjoy the aspects of it that I have. So, so I date mostly women are the other relationships I have. He travels a lot for work too, so it kind of keeps me occupied. That's not a bad thing. Yeah, no, so it's nice. And then we've kind of taken breaks from the lifestyle and then come back to it. We recently came back to it probably like four months ago, five months ago. And he had stumbled across like videos on TikTok of people doing OnlyFans and cam girls and things like that and how they're making all this money and he kept telling me you're like way hotter than these chicks you should do this and you'll be good at it and I was like there's no way I'm not doing that there's nobody wants to watch me I'm not like and not like I said not because I'm not pretty or I don't think I'm worthy of it I just we think we're normal I'm just a normal person like nobody wants to watch me I'm not a porn star or anything like that by any means but after enough enough convincing I agreed reluctantly agreed to do it and um, within my first two weeks, I was like 
pretty successful from at least other stories of other women who are doing it because I've met a lot of other deemed sex workers. That's what we call ourselves. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. I didn't know that was a thing either until I started. But uh, I've made a lot of other sex worker friends, acquaintances. And so from just hearing their stories, I feel like I was pretty successful and it kind of motivated me to keep going. And so here I am like almost four months later and I have learned a lot in four months. I've made a lot of mistakes. I've made a lot of good choices. (laughs) I'm now starting to mentor other girls, which is super fun because I've always kind of had this like thing for teaching. And so doing that is is kind of fun helping them out because I had no guidance when I started. I literally was like, okay. And you look like a pro from the outside looking <laughs> oh, thanks. in. Thanks. And that's what caused me to reach out to you, right? Because I was like, dude, your yeah. content's amazing. Thank you. And, you know, my <clears throat> listeners might appreciate seeing a little more. I don't know. Maybe they don't. Maybe you guys don't care. <laughs> They're like, no, we just want to hear a voice. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been quite the adventure. I have had to even myself kind of do research and look I looked at a lot of what other people who were successful what they were doing and learned from them and kind of tweaked it to my own way that's worked for me and it's going good so far how exciting (laughs) I love it so then you and this is back to like we have met in person all of a half an hour or something before Mm -hmm. we start recording so this is kind of fun and exciting and new you do you use any of the traditional lifestyle sites or only kick i have some that i'm on but i don't use them to their full um and i don't know is that even really your thing it sounds like maybe that's not completely your thing like you're as far as finding a female that's one thing but i don't know if lifestyle sites are the place for a female to find a female Yeah, I haven't had a lot of success. Certain things that we've done, I've used lifestyle sites for and been successful in that. But for this venture, I just don't use it to the full, how do I say it? It doesn't, it doesn't meet the needs of what I'm trying to do right now. I know some, some people For your relationship needs, because in reality, a lot of what you're doing is fun for your relationship, right? Yes, definitely. Like, yes, it's got benefits beyond that, but I mean, similar to me. I can go have sex with other men. Mm-hmm. That's fun for me, mm-hmm. but I do it because it's fun for my relationship. Yeah, yeah. So in your case, you go and create content and other things. I'm sure we'll mm-hmm. talk about that, <laughs> but that's what is like, I joke and I say, it's not like the nicest way to put it. And it's not intended in a negative way, but that's your marital aid, mm-hmm. right? That's yeah. what's just bumping up to totally. the next level of mm-hmm. the fun that we already have. I've always been the similar to you, maybe not as, good communicating with my husband but we've always had a healthy sex life Mm -hmm. so it was like we're just gonna add to this yeah well why not make fun funner right exactly (laughs) nobody wants to say no to more fun (laughs) or if they do like you got a different problem (laughs) yes when i started in a lifestyle and people have heard me say this before that i heard another couple that was podcasting and the husband said well my wife's my favorite porn star and then he'd be like well do you like porn? And if you say no, you're full of shit. Right. We need to make fun funner. Yes. It and all be funner. And more socially acceptable, I think. Yes. And yeah, <laughs> just normalizing things. I know Yeah. the last podcast I did with this gentleman, and I've got a lot of response from people saying they liked hearing things that they knew, but hearing someone say it in this arena, they're like, um, thanks for normalizing that, not making me feel like that was something sneaky and weird that I new wasn't sneaky and weird Mm -hmm. but now i can feel better that i'm one of probably millions of people that do exactly the same Mm -hmm. that's one of the things i've appreciated about tiktok too is i've actually ran across a lot of people on there who are lifestyle people and they share their whole story and what they do and i think it's amazing that they're so open and willing to make it socially acceptable to be who they want to be because they're not bad people because they do it. They're just enjoying their life, their best life. Well, and I think even that goes down to people's kinks, right? I think ours are still probably pretty mild in the grand scheme. Yeah. But (laughs) if you want to do X, Y, or Z and it's deemed way out there on the verge of kink, hey, if it's not harming anyone who doesn't want to be harmed, then (laughs) more power to you. Mm -hmm. Like enjoy the world and let it be what's good for you. So you really haven't been 
wild and crazy. You haven't been involved in no these extra. We've been to some parties and we've done some of the clubs here in town a couple times gone, but mostly just for social socialization. Yeah. <laughs> Socialization, you're like I a know, puppy. Right? We have to go out and meet people. We do, especially right now in these times. Yeah, it's our entertainment for sure. And um, we're the same generally. We rarely, so we plan a different format, but we like going to the clubs on occasion just to get out and be open and free and with be like-minded among people, people. Like-minded yes. people, yeah. So I totally, I can totally appreciate that. Yeah. Now, for anyone that doesn't know, or we'll find out afterwards. First, if people are interested to see about your content, mm-hmm. where might they be able to find you? Probably the easiest and most readily available places to find me are Instagram. Um, I have an Instagram page, which is my main promo page, and then I have a backup as well. But that username is at NurseJenna1. Mm-hmm. And then probably the second most readily available place to find me is Twitter right now. That's becoming a bigger platform that I'm starting to learn how to utilize to its full capacity. And that one is at Jenna underscore nurse. It's hard to get all your usernames together when they're the same. Well, and I think once they find one, you kind of can get bumped to the others. And then, like we said, there's beautiful content that's acceptable for those areas Mm -hmm. and then I know both of those because I've looked too will also lead you over to your OnlyFans Mm -hmm. so there is the opportunity to get a little more deeper and see some more exciting stuff Mm -hmm. and I would love to hear a little more about that if you don't mind sharing because I haven't looked I need to I I haven't went on OnlyFans (laughs) I'm one of those weirdos no I need to because I see well it's interesting I'm not familiar and I'll readily say and part of why I reach out to you right is that I'm not particularly proficient on any of the social media sites really like I have them and I kind of dabble but I need to get better about utilizing them and I am surprised to see that OnlyFans is used for a wide variety Mm -hmm. and vanilla and non-vanilla and I'm like I think I need to get on here just to see the variety of things let alone with how beautiful what I see on Twitter and Instagram is, I'm like, I want to see what else is going on behind the scenes. (laughs) So I'm curious what people would see on OnlyFans. They're seeing videos, they're seeing other pictures, and they're just a little more visible. So I think for everyone it's different, but personally for me, I do all X-rated content on there. So NSFW, not safe for work. (laughs) <laughs> which I had to learn what that meant when I started this whole thing. <laughs> that tells you a lot, right? Yes. You're like, this is my evolution. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've come a long way in four months. So I do pictures, videos, live streaming on there as well. I do solo content. I do male, female content, female, female content, male, female, female content. And I soon hope to add male, male, female content. (laughs) That's the next venture we're working towards. But I do a whole bunch of And people can reach out and chat with you on those platforms too, or particularly on OnlyFans, so they can get your time that way if they want to get more information about you Mm -hmm. or your relationship or, you know, they just want something fun. I think that's why people like OnlyFans. So I've had people come to me and say, why would I buy pictures or videos or subscribe to your page when I can watch porn for free on the internet? Good point. But I think the reason people do it is because they they want the connection. Exactly. They want to know more about me and my life and not just that I'm some porn star who makes millions of dollars and doesn't care about the fly on the wall. I tried, I answer every single message on my OnlyFans that I get and try to, you know, personalize it a little bit more towards their needs. I do a lot of like polls and I'll ask them things they want and they like and, you know, they can chat with me. They can purchase the girlfriend experience. I have lots of different options on there. It's amazing. (laughs) I I can just imagine because that was part of our conversation is having a life and I know that there are um, providers 
that provides services as a hot wife. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, good Lord, if you're a wife and a mother, it's hard to, it's hard for us to find time to do these adventures. And then when I hear about everything you're involved in, I'm like, Oh, you are a superwoman. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I think I'm a glutton for punishment. Is what I would true. say. And it's probably we were saying the same thing that when you're doing it, it's fun. Mm-hmm. The stuff we're doing as an extracurricular or an ex, you know, a marital aid, whatever you want to call it, this fun is really fun. But sometimes the preparing for it or mm-hmm. the upkeep can oh, be upkeep, draining. Yes. <laughs> but thank God, people, we were having that same conversation when we get a response, we're happy to continue doing more of it. So yeah, everyone should totally go and check on your Twitter and on your Instagram and pop on over to OnlyFans because that's what makes us enjoy it and keep doing it. I'm super excited to look. I'm like, ooh. Yeah, I, and like you were kind of mentioning before too, all of the platforms that I promote on, depending on the platform is as much as I can show with their guideline within their guidelines. Mm-hmm. I would say Instagram is the one that I have to be the most PG on because they're very, very strict. Really? Especially towards sex workers. You would be surprised in these little social networking groups I am in with these other sex workers, the things that we get hammered on that other people don't. Because That's what I was wondering because you'll see like straight up porn. Yeah. On There's Twitter, definitely a bias. But it's different from formalized commercialized porn versus sex workers then. Is yeah. that what it is? Twitter's a little bit more flexible, but Instagram is very strict about it. Um, Snapchat is a little bit more, but you have to be careful with Snapchat because if anyone feels like they just want to report you cuz you made them mad that day, then they'll say it's against their community guidelines. They won't actively I'm not on Tinder anymore for that reason. I got kicked off Tinder twice. <laughs> right. I'm like, I give. I okay, give. Yeah. Which really, I prefer for what I do, I prefer the lifestyle sites because everyone's kind of on the same level. You know, Understanding. there are different issues, mm-hmm. but it's a similar understanding. Yeah. Tinder, adult friend finder, those things. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, okay, I have these minor guidelines. Anyone who's listened to my podcast knows condoms, video, and you need to be over a certain height. Mm-hmm. But I could have someone reach out to me on any of those and be like, ah, and the next thing I know, I'm kicked off. And I'm like, I thought it wasn't that difficult. <laughs> I was trying to be polite. And then next thing I know, and like you said, there's Snapchat or whatever else. They don't, it's like, do not pass go, do not collect. You've just been kicked off and you don't even necessarily know why. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, yeah, thanks. Yeah. So, yeah, I've had to learn how to navigate each of those very very carefully and then there's reddit i use reddit a lot and i actually get a lot of followers from reddit i had a reddit before i started do you know what reddit is so uh, again Sorry, another like, one of things i know what it is but okay. i'm like how to navigate and all that it's, it's a very whole interesting animal too yeah I, I don't know how to navigate it yet that's the answer <laughs> so actually what a funny story about that my ex-girlfriend who I would definitely describe her as millennial, um, was very into Reddit. And she was the one who kind of like would constantly talk about something she saw at Reddit. And I'm like, I don't even know what that is. So she was like, what do you mean you don't know what that is? She made me feel so old. And so she kind of showed me the ropes on Reddit and I made one, and but I'd never really used it. I didn't really know how, I didn't understand how it worked. I would see a couple of things that were funny on there and I was bored with it quickly. But then, <laughs> but when I started my OnlyFans venture, I noticed a lot of girls were like, you have to use Reddit. It's like a huge place for this kind of content and people really, they come here because this is what they're looking for. And so I was like, okay. So then as I started navigating, now it's like, I would say I probably have 50% of my fan base that I have gotten from Reddit as well. Interesting. You can show a lot on Reddit too. Basically, you could watch free porn on there if you wanted, if you know how to find it. But each subreddit were, are the pages you post to based on that topic. So That's where I got lost. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I can get to Reddit. What? Subreddits? No. I guess I need to figure this yeah. out. Yeah. So they're kind of like, you know, if there was a page for puppies and you want to post about your puppy on there, or there's, for me, a page of a girl with big breasts. I promote on that because that is applicable to me. Mm-hmm. So you find these subreddits that you can be tailored to. Like there's one I post a lot on called MILF because... I'm a MILF. You're a MILF. And so I get good feedback from there. People like that. Kind of like their niche. So that one's been popular for me as well, too. But you, yeah, you just have to, like, it's 
it it took some time to figure out what I could do, what, where. Like I said, there's definitely a bias against sex workers. So it's... I think it's so funny, too, because <laughs> I understand that what you're doing is considered sex work, right? Mm-hmm. But then I also kind of laugh because I'm like, but it's not like your primary part of your life. Although, for all I know, 80% of sex workers might be people that that's not their primary part of their life. They are... They have a, a day job and they have a family and this is another thing that takes a lot of time. Yeah. But it's not like stereotypical, what's the shit? There's the TV show for the Mustang Ranch or something. Oh, or like... The, um, uh, it's not like stereotypical women that go and work at a... Like prostitution. Yes. Yeah. And that's what I'll think of when I think of sex workers. Even though I know better, yeah, that's the first thing I think of is of someone that's spending their full career doing that, yeah, and that's their main thing. Which is funny because in this day and age, we can have three careers, and that's not unusual. <laughs> yes. So, like, why it doesn't? But it makes me laugh that they'll be so hard on you as a sex worker, but then commercialized, not as big of a deal. You're like exactly amazing, amazing. Makes me roll my eyes. No one can see it, but I'm just like. Really? Live and let live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and that's like, I would say 90% of the women and men that I know who are in this industry, they are, this is their like side gig. They have full-time jobs. They have careers. They have yeah. families. This is not who they are defined as by any means. So they're doing it to have fun or make it. extra income. Um, so it's just funny to see, like I said, the stigma and bias around it and you know. Well, and that it's fine if it's commercial, but it's not fine if it's your quote-unquote side gig. Exactly. Or your second career. Well, or whatever you want to call it. I think a lot of people, too, have this idea that what we're doing is illegal and nothing about what I do is illegal. Not even vaguely. No. and But I think people just automatically, their first reaction to that, like sex working illegal yeah. or, you know, what we're doing is, you know, not right. I pay taxes on all the money I make, so... Well, and it's just how bizarre that you go. It's not like it's quirky mm-hmm. in that, in the grand scheme. I don't. I'll joke and say I'm the most vanilla, non-vanilla person. You're right. <laughs> because I just like to have a lot of sex. Mm-hmm. That's all. <laughs> um, you know, in your mm-hmm. case, I'm like, well, I like to let have a lot of sex and see that people are enjoying it, or I like to produce content of whatever that may be. See, I, I don't know what all your content is, and I'm not going to give away the bank. If people want to find that out, they can go look. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's surprising to me to. It's interesting and surprising that you have those challenges. I think the challenges of dealing with the technology and the different platforms that are available, and it's more getting over the hump, right? I think that should be the challenge you have to worry about, how to be able to utilize the platform. To have to deal with the drama, I mean, I guess that's not, we could save the world if we were making up our own decisions. (laughs) Amazing. I know. That's funny you say that about the technology part, because um, my husband and I are always joking about how we're going to create a platform that is non-biased, user-friendly, because a lot of them are not user-friendly. And, you know, that we're constantly thinking, I wish it had, you know, I wish only fans or this other site had this capability or what, you know, we're always thinking of all those things that we always joke about, you know, how it could be so much easier for us. Or When know. I wonder sometimes, coming from a background, I've had a background in software development from the not engineering side, but from like a project management side. And I'm like, it's not as if you can't say, we're gonna make these adjustments in future versions of our programs and our software. And I wonder sometimes, cause it seems like things like OnlyFans or Twitter or Facebook or Snapchat are so big. Mm-hmm. You're like, how do you, I noticed that one of the software programs I use in my day-to-day life, there's a whole forum about people's questions and things they want to see happen. And then they vote them up. And they're like, yes, this will be in the next iteration because it's been highest voted by the community. Like, where's that for Reddit or for OnlyFans? <laughs> exactly. How hard can it be? Oh, yeah. I no, think the they hardest get... part is navigating the censors. <laughs> right. I think they get to a point where they're too big, they can't handle more growth or change or, or don't want to. I don't know. Whatever. Right? <laughs> I guess it's just on us to figure out how to navigate. How to do it. Yeah. So... Do you have a next steps? What's your next adventure if you survive this one? And do you want to share that? Because you may not want to, and that's totally fine. Yeah, no, I don't mind at all. 
So right now I'm kind of at a place where I, it's really consistent what I'm doing and it's manageable and I'm getting through that and I'm taking on new, I want to say it, I guess employees is a way to describe it. So OnlyFans has a feature where if you refer somebody, because OnlyFans takes 20% of your um, so revenue. you're expanding your network. Yeah, expanding my network. So they take 20% of our revenue, and if you refer somebody and they sign up under you, you can get 5% of that 20%. It doesn't take an additional 5 from the person. But the that's cool, person. yeah. But yeah so, so for, say, if I went and did OnlyFans, it makes no difference to me, but if I said I was referred by you, you'd get a benefit from mine. Yes. Which is like, why not? Why wouldn't you want your friends? From my perspective, mm-hmm. if I went and did it and I... I'd be happy that you got 5%. It's not hurting me. Exactly. So, so you're expanding that network. Yeah. And trying to focus on helping those girls grow their business in the right way. So when I started, I had like no guidance at all. I had no idea what I was doing. I watched some YouTube videos and just kind of jumped in head first. That was the extent of my experience. I thought initially I would just be like posting pictures. I didn't know like how in-depth this was going to get. I didn't think I would be successful. So I made mistakes along the way and I learned the hard way. It kind of seeped into my personal life in a way I didn't expect because of some of the mistakes I made. So I just try and like teach and mentor other girls so that they don't make those same mistakes and that they're successful out of the gate because there's nothing more discouraging than starting it and, you know, three, four, five months in, you feel like you are not being very successful at it. Yeah. And it's not because their content is bad, but it's because of networking and promoting. That's, you know, they just don't know what to do. And so I... that makes all the difference. Knowing someone that will help you. I was in a women's networking group that was vanilla, but they would say lift as you climb. Because really, it's... If you are bringing people on, it only makes sense. It's beneficial to you for them to be successful. So you're like, hey... Let's work together and all be successful. Mm -hmm. That's a good thing. Well, and if I help someone succeed, then they're more likely to tell their friend, go see her because she has been great and helped me get to where I am. benefits them and benefits you. Yeah. And I'm all about like, I just like to help people, even if it doesn't financially benefit Uh, me. Nurse Jenna kind of tells us something. (laughs) Yeah. uh, So I just... You, you'd be surprised going into the sex worker community how nice these people are, though. Like, very rarely do I run across somebody who cares more about themselves than anyone else. They're all willing to help each other out, give each other advice, do free shout-outs for each other. You'll find a lot of people, or you'll find some people who, you know, only they're strictly in it for monetary purposes and they'll charge for every single shout out they give or they'll only shout you out if you're just as popular as them or whatever. But I would say majority of the time I run across some really amazing, super nice people. And so I just, you feel comfortable in this community and it makes you want to help out other people. So I'm working on, I actually am going to this weekend do a little video for these girls to show them how to utilize the site to its best capabilities because it's not user friendly. And even when you go to like their help or questions or how to do things, it doesn't, none of it makes sense. Yeah. So I'm going to make that video. I'm also going to show them how to navigate the promotional sites like Reddit and Twitter and those things that are pretty confusing. I need to navigate onto that to be able to, so we're going to have that conversation later. (laughs) I just want to, I'm totally enamored with the whole thing. Yeah. I'm like, so exciting. Yeah. I just want to be able to like, you know, cause Sometimes they'll say, I got onto Reddit and I tried to do something and it was so discouraging, I just quit. And I'm like, but don't quit because that is one social media tool that is really great for this business. So I want to empower them to feel comfortable doing it and, like I said, use it to the best of its I just think it's super exciting, too, that you're putting that out because even if I'm not interested in doing the exact same thing, what you're putting out would be beneficial to me just to be more knowledgeable about those sites, even if it's as a consumer and having fun going through like, well, how do I find this quality content that was nurtured by a group of people that really cared? Mm -hmm. I want to check that out. That's exciting stuff. So bonus for anyone who's listening that if they look at you, that you are 
sharing with other people to create quality content and they might have the opportunity to meet other people with quality content that they might be interested in. So that's always nice. Yes. I also uh, gives me good opportunities to find other people to make content with too because that is hard to do. There's and quality people. Same yes. idea, right? Yeah, quality people who are comfortable in front of the camera who want to make content because you know in this lifestyle you can find lots of people to have fun with but maybe they don't all want to be on camera or they aren't okay with me posting. That's got to be a challenge. It is really hard. So Especially, I would say a lot of females don't post female-female content. They'll post male-female content mm-hmm. and solo content, but I it's hard to find girls who post female-female or male-male-female or female-female-male. Yeah. So it's nice to help them out and help me out, and we can share and content fun. and have fun. And, and women have fun together anyway. So if you find someone that you yeah. can be around as a good friend and then have, I mean, like I have a lot of content that will never show up anywhere because it's for personal just, use. Yeah, yeah. But I can imagine, like, if you, I have a hard time finding males that want to have sex with me, even just male female mm-hmm. that don't mind being videoed, and that's pretty much a deal breaker for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even doing anything with it, but putting it into a vault for my husband. Yeah. So I can just imagine for you finding people that and that are going to make for good content too right yeah you can invite the delivery pizza delivery guy in but that doesn't mean that's a good thing (laughs) exactly might be a really good thing no telling might be (laughs) but yeah you know and you want it to be again quality that it's a vicious cycle and I think I laugh as you were talking about working with other women and I think people that are involved in sex whether it's for gain or personal, and maybe that's it, whether it's for monetary gain or personal gain, whatever, because I think what we do, even though it's different, is still things that are good for our personal, like our self-esteem. They actually are really big. Me having handsome men that want to play with me mm-hmm. and that turns my husband on, like the whole thing makes me feel sexier mm-hmm. and then I act sexier. And I'm sure for you, just like we talked about metrics in this net, you post content and people love watching it, and you're like, "Wow, I feel kind of like um, maybe not a commercial porn star, but I'm doing pretty darn good." Yeah, it will. Yeah, it doesn't hurt to wake up in the morning and have ten comments on your yes. phone of all these men saying how beautiful and amazing you are, or "Will you marry me? I love you." You know, you're like, "This was how I wanted to start my day." Exactly. I love it. Yeah, it's never. Um, that's never the wrong way to wake up. Yeah, yeah it. I actually have one girl under me already who initially just started it for monetary purposes only and at one point she thought she was going to have to stop and she was like I don't want to now though because this has given me confidence I've never had and she would tell me in the beginning I can't do that I don't have that confidence and I'm like you might not now but you will in a month give it time I said it only takes a couple positive comments for you to get a little bit more brave decide you want to push the boundaries yeah Yeah. and so now it's like i've really seen her kind of um, awesome yes it's been so amazing i love it yeah and she's actually a lifestyle person but that to her was safe and not out there for everybody because it was just maybe one or two people judging her the thought of millions of people judging her was very very uh, scary for her so so have you run into trolly people? I have. And well, is your skin pretty thick? Or are you? I have occasionally. Yes. Um, I'm like, oh, I don't want to ask. I know. Any trolly people. No, it's okay. I, I think the very first one I had, I was a little like, ouch, that kind of hurt. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect it, and it did happen for a while. I was probably like two months in, and I was. Thank God. Kind I'm of oblivious. It was good that it was two yeah. months in because it was the beginning. You'd be like, and I'm probably would have crushed me. Yeah, yeah, I'm done. But yeah, when it first happened, I was kind of like, ouch, that really happened. And then I remember going to my husband and saying, look what this person said about me. And he was like, really? You're going to let that comment bother you over the 2,000 other positive comments you've had this week alone? And I'm like, Oh yeah, you're right. And he, you know, he had to kind of bring me down and remind me that, you know, it's probably that person that has the issue or there's some kind of jealousy or something there that they don't mm-hmm. like. And, and I always, my response to 
the trolls is always, I'm sorry that you don't like my content or what I'm doing, but in the future, maybe just scroll by and yeah. keep Find going. the content you do like. Yeah. No reason for negative comments. You yeah. know, it doesn't benefit anybody and it kind of just makes you look silly makes you look like because i've actually seen where someone said something negative to me and all my other fans like whoosh in on this guy and was like uh no you're the problem and i think they kind of walked away with their tail between their legs but you're like i almost feel bad for you now yeah not but but almost almost (laughs) so yeah i mean there's always going to be trolls but like i said i try and just encourage people if they don't like it to just Keep going. I've even had some of my fans, because we promote, uh, the, the other women and I and promote males, we other. promote each other a lot. And occasionally I'll have a follower who's like, that girl is gross, or why would you promote her? Yeah, and I say, her. yeah, I say, then just keep scrolling past it. That might not be your cup of tea, but I promote everybody equally because, you know, maybe she'll have some people that are Wouldn't into me and vice versa. And maybe I have some people who are into what she has to offer. So I'm not going to not promote her because I'm afraid it's something you might not like, you know. Just be kind and keep going. And if you don't like it, then losing this one person as a follower is not going to ruin my whole Mm-mm. business. So I just... And the fun. You're like, please don't mess with my fun. Exactly. Go on. Yeah. So luckily it hasn't been too big of an issue, but I've had some. <laughs> I appreciate that you can take the high road, and I appreciate that you can back, there's got to be a better word, but back other people that are potentially impacted by the same thing and be like, always brush it off. Yeah. Shake it off. <laughs> you can't let those things, I said to you earlier, You there's so many other things in the world or even just in your own personal life oh. that are much bigger than one negative opinion from somebody who means nothing to you anyways. And that's that's the other thing at the end of the day. I don't know these people. I know them on some level some level cuz some of them we chat and with some more and, than others. Yeah, and some more than others, but you know, if I stopped doing OnlyFans or you know, my voyeurism or my lifestyle any of it tomorrow, that mm-hmm. doesn't negatively impact my life. So, I try not to let their negativity in it now while I'm doing it, you know? Well, and if it did, then it wouldn't be worth your time. So you're like, I need to brush you off so that I can enjoy what I am enjoying. Mm -hmm. And that's what I do this for is for, you know, monetary gain is always great. But for me, if this wasn't fun, I wouldn't be doing it. And I just say, obviously you didn't start it expecting to make millions of dollars. No, You started it like, well, let's see what happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And And if it wasn't enjoyable or my husband wasn't liking it anymore or something just didn't work, I wouldn't do it anymore, you know? It's easy. I would have no problem walking away from it tomorrow if I had to. So it's fun and enjoyable, and I love doing it. And I like talking to my fans. There's people I've met who just literally want someone to chat with, and it doesn't hurt that it's a decent-looking, nice human being. So so here's an interesting question about that. How does your husband, how involved is he with that, or how do you deal with, is there a... Not jealousy per se, but do you like do you a have to navigate a boundary or how do you? So I only have personal conversations or really even chat with anyone if it's on a paid subscription. So that way, that's kind of where that boundary is for it my husband. It. I like yeah. it. That's he, pretty cool. He's fine with it because he knows that, you know, there's something in between here. You know, that I'm not just giving my emotional attention to somebody for free. But I like that you're not unapproachable. Someone could send you a message on Twitter. It's not like, hey, the only way I talk to you is in this way. Now, yes, there's an extended conversation. But if someone like I reached out to you and just said, hi, this, and that was it. It's not as if you're not unapproachable. I know that there are, there's some misconceptions and people will think I'm someone else and send me and like, how do I get a hold of you? And like, I don't know how that, that person obviously is in such a place that they don't, they're not approachable without a monetary. Yeah. But I do like that you have, you can say hi to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can talk to me. You can chat with me. But and I like, that's a very interesting thing that that does make your boundary if you're having a more extended relationship. Yeah, Which definitely. it kind of is. I mean, I think I joke and say that I don't, my joke is I don't fuck people I don't like. Exactly. <laughs> so same right. idea. You're not sharing content with people that you don't appreciate. Yeah. And that you don't want to nurture a healthy whatever definitely their own psyche your relationship it nurture it but the boundary that's actually pretty awesome to me that's pretty cool 
Well, and I have, n- I have nothing to hide. My husband and I have a super open relationship. I mean, I was poly before this, so that was kind of part of that as it is anyways. So he has access to everything if he wanted it. He knows how to get onto all my platforms and he does help me sometimes with, you know, promotion, (laughs) promoting and content and stuff. So he has access to all of it. So there isn't anything that he couldn't see if he didn't want to, but he doesn't really look anyways because that's, that's not what does it for him. He, you know, he doesn't want to see me sex with somebody or, you know. <laughs> well, and I think probably the fact that he knows he could. Yeah. It's like, I know it's an That's open enough. book. Yeah. I don't need to be chasing it down. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, I think it's just, that's where that open boundary is, which is really nice. And I think that's cool. I mean, I, I look at that in a weird parallel to me saying, I have these simple guidelines in my lifestyle adventures. Mm-hmm. And if people don't meet those guidelines... If I'm super busy, I may not even respond. Or if I'm not as busy, I'm just going to respond and say, sorry, that doesn't meet my guidelines. It's kind of the same that by having that monetary space, it makes a real simple mm-hmm. boundary. You don't have to get into it. It's like, if we're going to have an extended conversation, it lives in this place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, that's, I like it. I think that's pretty awesome. And I make that clear on most of my platforms. Like I'll, you know, if you send me your beautiful, I usually say a thank you or send a little yeah. heart back or something. But if you want to have, you know, in-depth conversations with me or get to know me more or share your personal life with me, these are the platforms that it's acceptable on. And I try to make that clear so that there's not a gray area too. But and I have a lot of people. both ways. Yeah. I mean, I know I just recently have run into people and I had a gentleman we were discussing and he said, you know, we can have all this and that, but we remember where we met. Mm-hmm. We met through a lifestyle site. And I've had people that I've met through a lifestyle site that then became too attached. And I'm like, how do I clarify that boundary? It It's nice because even as the person on the other side, I can have, you know, someone, I could be talking to you mm-hmm. and being like, wow, we have this great connection, but the connection still lives in this place. So even if I'm feeling emotionally connected, my logical mind is still going, nope, it's, this connection is still within these boundaries. Yeah, you can it's leave, not, it's like you have yeah. it in a box and you can leave it in that box and I it doesn't it. have to be outside of the box, you know? What? Yeah. I know, it works great. It hasn't really been an issue at all. He's even said sometimes, turns him on a little bit to see how much everybody wants his wife and he feels lucky and appreciates me more because... He sees that what he has is special or, you know, whatever. Well, I don't know how you are. I always joked and said, I want all my husband's friends to be jealous. Right. I want all my friends to, my husband's friends to be like, have you seen his wife? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, whatever it is. And I know since I, since we got into the lifestyle, which we were married 15 plus years before we got into the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And I've had vanilla people that'll be like, wow, you've just grown into yourself and you're so confident not knowing that this switch <laughs> Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that happened right about uh, that then. time. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, so empowering though yeah. to like, you know, as we grow and I think we'll just continue to grow in our lifestyle and our relationship and how our sexual relationships evolve. But it's really empowering. Like I, it's hard for me to imagine if him and I aren't together in the future, how I'm going to ever be with a vanilla person again. <laughs> Not because they're boring, the but just because... There's so much variety to be had in the world. That and having this like ability to just be open about what you really want and not have somebody judge you or mad at you for it, especially your partner who you should trust the most and feel safe with the most. It's like, I don't... I, yeah, I don't know. Well, I think we all will beat that through and not intending to beat it but something about getting into anything that vaguely resembles the lifestyle which I think doing quote-unquote sex work because it it seems so weird I know living your life doing your thing Uh the thing that works for your your relationship getting into any sort of lifestyle activity and we'll all joke and say oh it improves your communication but we're not really joking. It's really bizarre mm-hmm. how much it improves your communication. It does. My husband and I are like passive aggressive. We, we, we just didn't talk about things that were issues. Mm-hmm. And now you don't have a choice. Like when I was going to Arizona, I'm like, we got to talk about this because I'm not going to go and sleep with other people yeah. unless we've, we're clear on this before we go. Yeah. Where in the past I'd be like, well, maybe I'll just go and then I'll see how you feel. You know, if it was something different. Now it's like, nope. This is, we will have these communication these discussions and we will address these things and then 
we have a solid relationship just like you and we're like hey if this didn't work at any given time just like you said i'd have no problem letting it go Mm -hmm. you're like i could shut it all down because i still have this solid healthy relationship that i'm really happy in that as my core yeah absolutely but yeah and i think that you i mean you don't go into it being super open and knowing how to talk about it it's pretty rocky at first (laughs) i mean and that's why we've gone in and out of the lifestyle because there's been times where we're like no this isn't gonna work but we both know at that point in time we're just not communicating and we're not talking about what our needs are our wants or our jealousies or insecurities or whatever or it something might be in your vanilla life is making the world difficult to be yeah. there you're like so we let this breathe so we can get back to us. it in a better place yeah. yeah and so you know each time we've gone back we've definitely grown a lot from it and I think at first too my husband didn't like talking about he's like why do we have to have rules can't we just wing it you know he's like a fly by the seat of your pants kind of guy and I'm like this isn't really the place for that at least not with me because I like to have a plan I'm a planner and so and I want to be really respectful of what he's comfortable with and so I want it to be very black and white and he's like I like it gray and I'm I like, love because oh. we talk about horse horoscope uh, astrology yeah and we your husband and I are the same sign and I'm the same that's like, I'm a big girl. I can tell you what I like at the time. We'll just yeah. try it out and see what happens. Yeah. And it's probably not always the best choice. <laughs> yeah. And maybe sometimes me having so much control and constraint around it is not good either because then I it won't allow you. myself to try something that I would maybe like, but I think I don't because... Whatever. I think it makes me uncomfortable, but maybe once I actually do it, I like... And I've kind of... We've learned that. There's some things that I thought I would be comfortable with, and then once it happened, I was like... I didn't like that so much. Maybe we won't do that again. But then there's been things where I'm like, I didn't think I'd like that. I really like that. Maybe we'll do more of that. So back to communication, communicating. (laughs) So it's awesome. But yeah, it really does give you like a whole nother level of communication and respect for your partner. I think I wholeheartedly agree. I think it's fun because I kind of think as we're talking and I'm like, I wonder if my listeners are going to think I'm crazy and be like, how did you decide to go off on this tangent? And I'm like, because I think this is just another aspect of the lifestyle. And there are a lot of people that either are not already in the lifestyle or were like, hey, we wanted to look at the hot wife aspect and then might hear about something and be like, well, wait, now we're curious about what you're, maybe we're actually exhibitionists and we would like, like, I'm not, oh, I'm, so I am neither an exhibition nor a voyeur, (laughs) but yet I video all my encounters. If I go to the club and someone's riding the Sibian and coming. Oh my God, I feel so weird. Like I shouldn't be watching this. <laughs> yeah. So my point in all that is there may very well be people that are listening and they're like, oh, well, I either am a voyeur and I'd love to go and check this out or I'm an exhibitionist. And much like me, when I chatted with you, like, oh, well, maybe you can give me some hinters and hinters, hinters, pointers and hints. <laughs> pointers. I'm making up new words. Tips, all the things. Tips, yeah. all the things. Yeah. And that's kind of fun. And I think back to normalizing the variety of wonderful experiences that we can have, like everyone should hear about all this and be like, okay, that one's not my thing, but this is keep scrolling. Mm-hmm. And that's good. I love that we have all those opportunities. And I love that there are people that are willing to share that, whatever it may be. Well, and I totally think that you just because you think you like something or you enjoy it doesn't mean that you have to be labeled with that as well. Like exhibitionist, mm-hmm. you know, I never thought I would be into that. I remember the first club we went to, there's like a voyeur room and I was like, there's no way we're having sex while 10 people watch us. I, I like told my husband that's not happening. Um, but then when it's in a private setting and I have control of everything, I have no problem showing everybody. So, um, (laughs) I'm just laughing because I remember the one time that I, not one, one of the few times that I played in a club in a voyeur space. Right. Uh And it wasn't really my intent. It was, it was what was available. Mm -hmm. It was actually like Halloween or something. So super busy. Yeah. The one locally here. That happens a lot more when it's. Yeah. And I'm like, like, okay, I want to play with the, and I have this great opportunity to do MFM with my husband, which doesn't happen as often as we'd like, but is the core thing. And I remember people commenting and talking in the background. And I'm like, would y'all just shut the fuck up? Mm -hmm. You're messing with my group. (laughs) 
Like, I don't care if you watch, if I can pretend like you're not there. Yeah. But as soon as you're paying attention, it's making me uncomfortable. Right. (laughs) And if you're going to speculate or comment, shut up. (laughs) So I can appreciate where I'd be like, "Uh, maybe not. I don't want to be in the exhibitionist space or the voyeur, however you want to look at it. Like you said, the, the label. Yeah. But I'm perfectly happy to do it in this format. And if you want to watch or request or whatever else, that's great. Yeah. That's yeah. why I laughed when you said it. I was like, oh, no, absolutely. Everybody shut up. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think that's like the. And maybe you're the person that wants people to be like, hey, that's hot. You should do that. Yeah, totally. More power to you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why, like I said, I don't like labels. I mean, of course, to a certain extent, we have to in order they to are what they are. Yeah. figure out what you want or, you know to you meet like minded people got it exactly but you know you you wanted to be flexible and be able to you know learn what you like and don't like and not be judged by it or feel like i have to do this because this is the label i've put on it you know like with our poly relationship when we first went into it we thought we would both maintain relationships with other people he quickly found that that's not something he really wants to do. He'll have fun with me and my girlfriends if they're into it, and sometimes they're not. That wasn't a requirement of the people I date, that they want to be in a relationship or, you know, have any kind of intimacy with him as well. And I want to think I've even seen do. that come up in people's opinions of what Polly is. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Well, and people say, thing. well, if you get to have someone else, why doesn't he? And I'm like, well, he could if could. he wanted he to. Just want he to. just doesn't really want to. And I think part of that, too, is... I think he, I don't know, he probably is worried that I would be upset or something. And, you know, and but I'm human and I have insecurities too. And even living in this lifestyle and being as secure as I am. Um, there's still, we're there's human. still, yeah, you're going to have doubts at times and you're going to feel insecure at times. And we're human. We have hormones. We overthink things. Like, it's just, it's just human nature. The friend that I did a podcast with recently, Dr. Dave, he had posted something on Twitter saying, and, and I'll totally fuck it up, but he said something along the lines of like, is it that men feel, is it that people choose to be swingers because men feel jealous to do a hot wife situation or that it's a man, their stigma. Mm-hmm. And I kind of laugh because I'm similar to you in that we, we may play in different formats, but my husband is welcome to play. Mm-hmm. but doesn't seem to have an interest for the most part. And I'm kind of happy about that because it's possible that I would be uncomfortable if he did play. Yeah. And, you know, once in a while is one thing, but if he had a regular person, I might actually be the one. As, and that's my big circle back is that he said, is that the men are insecure, this or that, in a hot wife situation. And I'm like, well, I would probably be the insecure one in a, a swinger or a long-term swinger or a poly. I'd probably be the one that's like, yeah are you gonna leave me for that person or (laughs) and then i've seen a lot of relationships implode and then that makes me nervous but then if we step back and you're like well if they imploded they were probably that had nothing to do with the lifestyle it was going that direction anyway well and i've met lifestyle couples who ended up switching switching or being unfaithful and so i was a little like apprehensive at first like I feel because I went into it thinking this is a like why would you cheat when you don't have to right but yeah. people still do because of whatever issues are going on in their relationship mm-hmm. so I don't think that is the case for us at all but you know you're still gonna when you see it happen to other people you still every once in a while you're like I wonder if that's gonna happen to us you know and even just checking in with yourself all the time mm-hmm. and that's where I talk about the boundaries and I'm like I like your boundary this way because <laughs> if I do chat with someone a lot and I do have a feeling towards them, mm-hmm. you know, and I, even if it's cutting off a relationship with someone, I feel bad where I'm like, logically, I don't want anything to do with this, mm-hmm. but I still don't want to hurt your feelings. Yeah. So it's interesting how you address any feelings you do have in the lifestyle for whatever they may be. Just like you say, worrying about cheating mine. It's not that I feel like I'm cheating. It's just that I don't want to hurt people's feelings. I'm like, <laughs> my husband has again, open access to everything and he yeah. just generally doesn't seem to care. Sometimes he does. Like, yeah. So he'll look and be like, hey, this is kind of hot today. Mm-hmm. I was joking the last time. I don't watch my videos as a general rule. On occasion, I'll pull a snippet for someone that I'm playing with. I'll let them have their own little piece. But generally, I don't. And if I watch it, I'd be like, oh, my God. <laughs> I don't feel sexy anymore. I can't watch it. <laughs> and every so often, my husband will play it. 
while we're having sex. And I'm like, oh my God, why? Why do we have to? Oh yeah. I don't need to see me having sex while we're having sex. My <laughs> husband loves to watch our the content we make. Like he, that totally gets him going. He Well, from what I see, your content's hot. So <laughs> I don't feel like mine's that hot. Yeah. I don't like when I have to edit videos and stuff, I kind of cringe when I'm doing it. And I'm trying to just like hurry up and fast forward. I don't like to watch myself either at all. So I'll make the content, and I, everyone else tells me they love it, so I must be doing something right. But I, if I had to critique myself, it would be horrible. I know. So I just try not to. I just try and hurry and, like, cut out things that I absolutely don't want in there or whatever. And get not too involved. Yeah, and <laughs> fast forward through it really quick. And I definitely don't like to hear any sound, so I always mute it. And I'm like, I don't want to hear myself making any no, noises. That's what we were talking about, and I wonder with your husband. My husband will occasionally... It's not that they'll even watch it. He'll play it and listen to it while he's on travel somewhere. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh my God. I feel like such a weirdo. And you're li- uh, people are like, I love those little sounds you make. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Is oh. that one when I'm splashing somewhere? Oh yeah. <laughs> he totally does that. He loves all the content, watches it all the time. And I love shows him. friends. And I'm just like. Love oh. it. Yeah. He's proud and happy. He is. No, it's great that he does. But yeah, I I don't like to watch myself either. So, I mean, everybody's... The male-female dynamic. Mm-hmm. Or female-female or male-female. But what the dynamic. Yeah. <laughs> right? All the dynamics. Ah, uh, yes. Well. Got anything else fun that you would like to share? <sighs> I'll sit and talk your ear off all evening. <laughs> mm, what else? I, oh, I've recently got into... It's so funny, the, like, little rabbit holes you go down into... I'm like... I know. I really like doing custom content for people because I feel like I can never come up with different ideas of things to do. And I'm like, I feel like I've made the same video or picture a thousand times. I just changed my outfit or whatever. But so I like to make custom content because then I, it's like I was given a job. I completed the job. I submitted it. They liked it. Now, can you put that into your library? If you make custom content, do you keep that available to where you might put it somewhere else? Or is, is it custom singular to that one person or... It, it depends on the situation. So if they want something very specific where I'm saying their name or I write their name on me okay. or something like that, yeah. I charge a little bit more and I keep it private just for them. And some people Which request that. They're like, I don't want you to use your content that you made for me. And I respect that. But I also tell them the caveat to that is I charge more because this is the time. It's not shareable. It's yeah. not shareable. Yeah. I'm not going to make any more off of yeah. it than that. Um, but then there's other things where I will use it. I might not post it like on my main page, but if somebody is also requesting something similar, I'll say, well, I have this. And then they get it a little bit cheaper they, because it's not as, yes, you know. Um, it was shared. It was shared, yes. It's like when you get, <laughs> you get a private coach for something. In this case, it's not solo private. It's group private. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and also, if there's five people who want the same thing, I don't want to make five different videos. No. That's not enjoyable to me because I'm wearing the same outfit five times with, like, Well, and know, I can just not... imagine if you're adding to your library that way, that's nice as long as some of that can be used. And maybe you may not need it now, but like you said, maybe it's only one person that wants it, but if they're not saying they need it to be private, then a month from now, someone else asks for the same thing, and it's nice if it's already there, and now it's more readily available if someone's wanting something quickly I was when you first said it it made me think as you said sometimes it's nice for people to ask for something specific because you feel like you could use some extra input on what's interesting and people will email me and right now so I'll probably be doing a recording about BBC Mm -hmm. because people have been asking and I've had quite a few people and someone asked and said I don't mean to put my kink on you but I'm curious I'm like no this is awesome thank you for asking a question because you just gave me a really easy opportunity of something to talk about and yeah. my opinions on it. That'll be fun. So similarly, I can totally appreciate that. Like, thank you. You've actually made my life easier. Yeah. And I like really giving them, like, I've never had someone that I made custom content for not be like, this is exactly what I wanted, or it was even better than I thought it was going to be. Or I, you know, they're always satisfied and not just because I'm amazing, but <laughs> I'm not just kidding, but because <laughs> no, I didn't even take it that way. And then you said it and I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, you're making, oh, no, 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 just kidding. But because, you know, they had an idea in their head, but watching it in real or come to fruition or, you know, and they were like, it's yes. even better than what they pictured. And so I just like really being able to do that for them. Cause I'm like, 
I feel like a lot of that is almost nurturing. Yeah, I think that's funny. And I'm like, someone probably be like, that's weird. And I'm like, no, I've joked and said, so I am a submissive person by nature, but I could see that if I went and educated myself, I wouldn't mind being a dominatrix. Mm -hmm. In that if that's what you do to help someone be happy and healthy and they that's what makes them feel better in the world, then I look at that as nurturing. If I can do that in such a manner to make your day better, mm-hmm. that's great. So likewise, if someone asks you for custom content and then they get it and they're like, yes, mm-hmm. you're like, I just nurtured making a better day for you. And maybe that's some weird maternal instinct. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> probably. Oh. I know. It probably is for sure. But I'm a people pleaser. I like to make people happy. And so why well, I'm a nurse and, you know, my nurturing, my nurturing nature and yeah so I enjoy doing that a lot I also I found on some of my platforms I have like a few people who will consistently chat with me but a lot of them I think are kind of afraid to reach out to me or I've had a lot of them tell me too they'll send me like a little message and I'll reply and they'll be oh my god I didn't actually think you were going to reply and then they don't really say much after that because I think I scared them or intimidated them or something. But I found a platform that is specifically tailored around, like, the purpose is to chat, to, like, have a that kind of connection. And Speaking they of pay. Your lessons learned. Yeah. So they pay to chat with me. And I kind of have, like, a little profile on there, like, OnlyFans. They can see pictures and videos and things like that. Mm-hmm. But that one's kind of fun because... I get to kind of role play with them or whatever it is they want me to do. Some of them just want me to talk about my day with them and that's fine as well. But I get to do a little bit more chatting and they don't feel intimidated by me. And they also, I feel like the people on that platform know boundaries as well. I find on some of my other ones, the ones who are comfortable talking to me don't ever stop either. And I'm (laughs) kind of like... I love hearing from you, but... Yeah, I love hearing from you, but I also have 500 subscribers and I reply to every message and I can't spend all day long talking to you because I also have all these other things going on in my life, you know? So nobody's ever gotten mad at me, but you can just tell some of them. Get a little irritated. Yeah. Or, you know, they feel like I'm neglecting them because they've messaged me 20 times today and I only got to reply once or twice or, you know. Which is kind of harsh. I, I can understand where people come from in that way, but sometimes you wish that they could appreciate that we wish that we could clone ourselves and could respond to everybody immediately all day long. Mm -hmm. But we're human like everybody else. And it's like, it's not that I don't want to respond and be personable. I just only have so much of me to go around. And that's probably what makes me interesting. Yeah. And why you want to chat. Why you want to chat with me. Um, Yeah. I jokingly tell my husband sometimes, I think I need to hire an assistant just to reply to my messages. But then, you know, it's not the personalization, you know? And so, and we love that we can respond. Yeah. And like people will even ask me for nursing advice. I have this thing going on and not even in a sexual way. Can I ask you, do you mind if I ask you for medical advice? And I'm like, (laughs) okay, sure. Um, You're all, you can ask. I don't know that I can. Yeah. I may or may not be able to help. um, And I'm not liable for anything. I tell you, let's Let's be be clear. clear. Yeah. But sure. You know, so I get to do, you know. I get to have a lot of fun, and I, I appreciate. I appreciate my fans. I appreciate the love they show me. I appreciate their loyalty to me. A lot of them are loyal, and they'll promote me just because they like me so much. They want everyone else to enjoy me awesome. as well. Yeah, so I love my fan base. Uh, <laughs> and if you could see your face, you would know. Yeah, it's, it's sincere and true, and I love that. I do. I do. I feel like sometimes I don't always get to connect with them on the level I wish, but. We do the best we can. Yeah. (laughs) Sharing my time is hard. I'm a busy, you know, busy girl. But like I said, this takes a lot of, if you want to be successful at it and have it be enjoyable, it takes a lot of dedication, a lot of hard work that I never imagined having to do. But being successful at it is so fulfilling to me and it keeps me going, keeps me doing it. I had someone say to me the other day, one of my fans, I don't like that you're promoting all these other people. I don't want to see that. And I said, well, if I don't promote, I can't grow my business. If I don't grow my business, I'm not going to enjoy making content for you or being here for you. It's a vicious cycle. And it is. And so I'm like, I'm sorry that you, you know, don't enjoy that. But I, you wouldn't open a business and expect to not promote it and just hope people walk in your door and buy your product, right? I mean, it's, and it that's, is what it is. that's your thing, mm-hmm. too. I mean, I think... It's your business, and there is a benefit in that way. But 
your business exists because it's successful and what it gives you in your relationship. Mm -hmm. So you're like, these are all a vicious cycle and they work together. And if they don't work together, then they don't, they don't work. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Like, uh, and I think that's what I sometimes find interesting when I talk to anybody that's in any sort of sex work. If there's any sort of monetary gain, Mm -hmm. I I have a Patreon. It's not like black and white. This is this, this is this. They all work together. And if, this isn't supporting this, then, I mean, even in our day-to-day life, we have a business. If the business is not successful and it's negatively impacting us, this is all completely vanilla. Mm-hmm. If my vanilla business isn't supporting my vanilla household life, my relationship with my husband and my family, then it's not worth having that business either. It's not that it's that I don't love my business mm-hmm. and don't enjoy doing it, but it yeah. all rolls together. It, it is. It's like yeah. a snowball effect, or like you said, vicious cycle. One does Whatever. not exist without the other. Yeah, unfortunately. Or one can exist without the other too. Yeah, you want to look at it. Yeah, true. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. it's all fun. Yes, and as long as it's fun, make it more fun. Yeah. So I love it. I enjoy it. Yeah. I hope people come check it out. Most definitely. So before we end. You'll have to tell us again where people can find you. So I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Reddit. You can access all my like paid sites from those. those. Like I have my links on them and I tell people every day I'm posting all my stories how to access them. So you don't have to worry about finding that. So if you just find me on one of my um, social media platforms, you can find me on all of them. And I'm going to do a little bit better. So I'll make sure to include yours when I post this okay. so that people can see it in there. I thought about that the last time when I posted with another podcast. I'm like, wow, it'd be really easy just to add that in there. Speaking of learning more about social media and how to do things better. Yeah. And not because either of those have a monetary gain, just because it's fun to share good stuff. Yeah. So I'll be sure to include those too. Thank and you. Yes. Thank you for visiting with me. Thanks to all of the listeners for listening as always. I really appreciate you and you're always welcome to reach out to me at Holly's hot wife life at yahoo.com or you can check out my Twitter and my Facebook and Instagram and maybe with a little bit of help, they'll, they'll get a little bump. So <laughs> send out the love to nurse Jenna cause maybe I'll get some pointers from her good stuff too. But with all of that said, thank you again, my dear. Thank you so much for having me. This was awesome. Wonderful. (laughs) And until next time. Bye.